You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead and pull up a chair. Hey guys, welcome to the after laugh. I'm here with my new friend who owes me money, <laughs> Tally Perry. Uh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, so uh, it's interesting how we got connected. You run a show in Vancouver. Yes. Um, how many shows do you run in Vancouver? Is this one I show? run two. Uh-huh. I have a weekly with Sophia that you met, Chris's Sophia. So wife. So for people who might know this, I, I when I toured with Tucker Max, and I hope they serve beer and hell tour, I became friends with a guy named Chris Griffin. And I believe, and I may be wrong about this. But I think that I might have been the one who inspired him to do stand-up comedy. Oh. I think I was the guy that made him go, if this schmuck can do it, yeah. I can do it. <laughs> so, um, because I was a comic when, and he wasn't a comic yet. This was like 2010, I guess. And I think he like asked me, like, I'm thinking about doing comedy now. Um, and so it's like, it's, it's weirdly complimentary and insulting when someone sees you do comedy. They're like, I think I'm going to do comedy. Yeah. Does, does, do I make it look... Either I make it look easy, or you're like, that guy's just not funny. I can do better. I, I've had a similar situation. So <laughs> You have? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to name a name, but uh, for a long time, people were like, you should get into comedy. You know, that whole cliche thing. And I was like, eh, it's not for me. Yeah. And then I finally went to a show, and I was like, oh, I could do this. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to name the comic that you saw? No, I don't. I know. He was great. He was great. Yeah. But. There's something about the I can do this thing that is kind of... Um, I mean, I don't really take it as an insult because if you look at something like Louis C.K., yeah, right, yeah, there's not a lot of bells and whistles. He's not going on like linguistic, like Eliza Schlesinger rants. Yeah, um, there's no physical comedy really. He's just up there. He's not using very, you know, thesaurus kind of Russell Brand type of words. Yeah, it's very simple. So you yeah. look at that, you go, oh, that's very easy. He's just talking about this and that, and then you realize like the genius level you need to be to talk about things the way he talks about things and make it that simple. Yeah. But in a way that makes it look easier. It's the same thing with acting too. Like if you're like a really good actor, it almost looks too easy. Like I can fucking act. Yeah. Which is up there talking. But actually just being in front of a camera talking is hard. As you probably I, know. Well yeah, I'm not a great actor. I like to be I like to be on stage, but I like to do more behind the scenes, like voice acting. I don't I don't like cameras. Really? Yeah, it's weird. But you I, like being on stage as a comic. So I don't like being vulnerable, which makes no mm. sense because I do on stage. But are you on stage? Are you vulnerable? As yeah, a comic on stage? I think I think that's important, right? Like that's. I, I go back and forth with that. Yeah. I think I think sometimes I think, yes. Yeah. Sometimes I think no. Sometimes I think some of my favorite comics aren't very vulnerable. They're just sort of like smarter than me yeah that's true you know that's true um and then when you see vulnerability it's cool yeah but it's never really what i'm drawn to in com- for me personally yeah but i don't know that that, that i also think that's a problem with my comedy I think maybe I be more vulnerable maybe you know? i guess i should go to the show tonight and i can give you some notes i am that's another thing i'm always, i always tell people like hey man give me you know if you have tags or notes or ideas i'm, I'm always open yeah. to anything because Worst case scenario, they say something and it hurts your little ego. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, you get a tag yeah. or a mod- modification for your joke and it works forever. Yeah. And they get no credit and you get all the credit. And That's you great. get to think of a different way of looking at it too, right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I, whenever I'm on the road, whenever I have like, you know, I'm headlining my, my MC or feature, I'm like, guys, if you're watching, just like, if you have tags, or like take notes and whatever, yeah. you don't have to. And no one ever does. And I always feel kind of... But I feel like every once in a while when someone... I did a joke about getting head in an alley. Okay. True story. <laughs> and uh, and the person's wig moved. Oh, my God. Right? And I was like... <laughs> and the joke is like, oh, God, I freaked out. I was out of there the second I came. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which is also true. And I go... Uh, I go... Worst part about the joke, it's not a joke. It really happened. Yeah. If See, people, that's you, vulnerable, though. I probably got a blowjob from a dude. Yeah. And I'm like, and then, like, if I've, I've had beer or a shot, I'll, like, I'll chug it on stage. I'm like, yeah, I probably got a blowjob from a dude. Did you? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I never really reconvened with the individual. 
You had a you had a Hugh Grant. I think moment. she was a woman. <laughs> she looked like a woman. If she identified as a woman, and, and by the way, this was like two thousand. God, this was like two thousand. I've been doing comedy for like two years, maybe two thousand like eight or nine. Yeah. So, um, at the time, the idea of being blown by. A, <laughs> <laughs> a trans person mm-hmm. was like oh. now it's just yeah. like oh, whatever who cares yeah. it's true but the joke is so the joke is I go I probably got BJ from dude this is what a tag someone watching saw said uh, I go, but it could have been a lot worse I could have got no BJ that's how I ended yeah. up right? <laughs> and then I go uh, I go come on guys a bro job is better than no job <laughs> and it's just like a perfect little yeah. people love rhyming couplets yeah I agree so I put the little rhyming couplet in it's a great ender to the, it used to be my closer I retired it just because uh, there's something as about a cis white <laughs> man <laughs> due to joke about getting his dick sucked that just feels aggressive. Oh, you know really? I mean? Like I'm really? standing there with my hands on an imaginary head. It just feels like I started wondering why I started feeling like people weren't um, back to the vulnerability yeah. thing. I, I started feeling people maybe weren't like connecting to me in some way or they were looking at me the jokes would kill. Yeah. But then after the show, it, I'd never got the feeling that people were like wanting to hang out with me. Or but don't you think that it's friend. relatable for people? I guess so. But I think I just sort of, um, I've, I've, I've been having, I have, you know, you know, as a comic, you have like yeah. tons of come to Jesus's moments. Yeah. Right? Where you yeah. kind of go, I'm doing too much sex. I'm doing too much this, yeah. too much that, da, da, da. I'm too aggressive. I'm too mean. And you kind of like always like, for me at least, yeah. you know, because I'm not one of these like notepad, like, well, let me, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm more of a, um, like I lead with my pelvis a lot of time, yeah. like it, with my comedy in my life. Anyway, back to you. Back to the me. The star of the show. The star of the show. Um, so how long have you been doing comedy? So I started comedy about seven years ago, but I mm-hmm. didn't take it seriously. At the time, I was doing a lot of voice acting training. Voice acting training? Yeah, so I was at a school in Vancouver. Uh, Is it a voice acting school? Yeah. Yeah, it's called... They have a on- school just for voice acting. Yeah, it's called On the Mic. I'll, I'll plug it if I'm allowed. Yeah. How uh, many years is that? Um, well, you do courses, and the course is like maybe like one month, but it's kind of like an intensive course. Uh-huh. So you go in for a couple hours, and uh, you're in you're in a room with other uh, people training to be a voice actor, uh-huh. and you're all on a mic, and then they have an engineer in the sound room, uh, and you get all the clips of it, so it's like really intensive wow. training. Yeah. I always thought the voice acting was one of those things like, maybe because I've never done it. Mm. I've wanted to, yeah. but uh, I, I always thought it was one of those things where like, Either you have a cool voice or you don't. Yeah. There's only so much you can really do to make it like all of a sudden marketable. I know. I I think some people think that you can definitely learn how to do. I do think it comes naturally to a lot of people. Yeah. But there's a lot you can learn about voice work and it's also just good if like you're what? like in terms of like pitch and yeah in terms of pitch or I had a dialect coach and uh, man she brought in all this paperwork for us and talked about like placement of the vowels in the mouth for mm-hmm. different regions Got it, yeah. uh, there's just so much to learn and then to think about which could also transpire into acting or comedy too right so uh-huh. it's yeah. and public speaking yeah so, so that was a, that was a month course you said. Yeah, I did a bunch of them, but they're about month long intensive courses. And then you became a quote unquote professional voice actor. No, well, I then started medication that made my voice uh, that made my mouth really dry. So I was like, this is not working for me right now, and I would. Can we talk about the medication because that sounds <laughs> interesting? <laughs> hey, it helps me sleep, but it ambient? makes. <laughs> no, it's not ambient. It's called quetiapine. To, to, to what? <laughs> it's called quetiapine. It helps you sleep, but it does a lot of nasty stuff to Is it you. Just for sleep, though. No, well, there's different there's different things you can take it for. For me, it's just for sleep, but for some people, it's antipsychotic. <laughs> You're a crazy bitch. I get it. <laughs> no. Yeah, it is. But but for me, I take it at night, so I yeah. sleep. Yeah. I think the like crazy people have to take it in the day, so they don't <laughs> run around <laughs> with hatchets and just start. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Um, so you take it just to sleep. Yep, just yeah. to sleep. I take I take Viagra just for my prostate. I get it. Uh, there you go. <laughs> all right. So it was messing up. It was making your voice that dry that you couldn't. 
my mouth dry. So when I'm like when I'm in the booth, that's all that they can hear is the dry mouth. So yeah, oh, it's, it's worse really. Yeah, well you know because you're a stoner, right? And I kind of have it right now, hey, and then now. that's like all you can think about. I only I only smoke weed at night before bed. Yeah, I'm similar. I don't I don't smoke it like before. You know it's funny. I used to have a, a not like an issue with cotton mouth mm. on stage, um, but I used to get cotton mouth on stage without oh, smoking weed. Without weed, this oh. is pre weed. Yeah, I, I'm only a recent weed oh. smoker. Uh, when it became legal because I'm a good citizen. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> but uh, I used to get nervous mm. and get cotton mouth. Yeah. And I also was prescribed uh, Adderall mm. because yep. I have Take ADD. It. Mm-hmm. Squirrel. <laughs> so, um, and that will really give you cotton mouth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I would get on stage and it's the worst feeling when you're on stage, and by the way, not just in comedy, but also yeah. when you're a stage actor. Yeah. Or auditions. Yeah. These happen in auditions, my God. Yeah. Because it feels like, like you literally have like glue in your mouth. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, some people may not actually know what I'm talking about when I'm saying cotton mouth. If they don't know what it is, I met somebody that doesn't know what anxiety is. So if I meet somebody that doesn't know what cotton well, mouth is. they're lying. They're no, lying. It was just like one, the one dumb. healthy person in the world. No, they're just either dumb or they're lying. There's no way. Anxiety. You're anxious about anything. You have a baby, you're anxious. You have family members, you're anxious. People go to the hospital. Anyway. Yeah. So um, that's just someone who's trying to get laid. Sorry. Anyway, so. Um, or they're a sociopath. Well, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's true. By the way. Yeah. I've been rethinking the whole sociopath thing, man. It's not a, it's a pretty good gig. Yeah, I agree. I wish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to literally like not have any feeling yeah. for other people. Yeah. You know how successful I would be? Yeah. If I had, yeah, if I, I agree. Like all these CEOs. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is an interesting topic yeah. because there is a weird uh, conflation between being on the spectrum and sociopathy, right? Yep. Because they kind of have similar traits. Because when you are Asperger's, sometimes you are just, you don't have emotional connections to people, yeah. which is also reflected in sociopathy. Yeah. So um, a lot of times people have been misdiagnosed in either direction. Really? I didn't uh, know that. 100%. Yeah. Huh. It's almost like you're a sociopath yeah. if, you, if, if you kill people and you're on the spectrum if you you know, run a business in Silicon Valley. Yeah. I think that's the differentiate. You can't be like, like Elon Musk, he's probably a sociopath, but instead he's on the spectrum. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck it that's is. You know true. I mean? Yeah, that's true. This is a, that's just a hot take right there. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to not, wait, is this mine? Yeah, it's yours. Okay. I got you a whole um, thing of water. I got water. cotton mouth, so they're going to listen to me drink. Do you really have cotton mouth? Yes. Yeah. But you have it just on a normal basis. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I mean, I do take uh, methylphenidate, so I'm going to take a methyl- big glug. What's methylphenidate? Hold on, let me take a big glug. Take a big glug. This is like mukbang. It's dripping everywhere. I do. You know what mukbang is? Yeah, of course. The people that just like eat 10,000 calories on YouTube. And then the people watch it. The people who do it, I'm fine. But the people who just sit there and like watch over a mukbang, it's bananas. Just like one chicken wing after another, some french fries, a sundae. food, just shove it in their faces. Usually it's like a hot Asian girl just shoving gross food and people just watch it for hours. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I get the eating it, but... Yeah, I guess it's the ASMR yeah. thing, too. Like, the sounds. Some people get, like, a... Like, whatever that feeling is, that, that kind of, like, creepy feeling, they like it. Oh, I... Actually, I don't like ASMR, but I found this girl that eats weird things on YouTube, <laughs> and it's an ASMR thing, and I actually followed it the other night half asleep so that I could remember to go back and write something about it, so I'll have to send it I'll to you. I'll write a joke about it? Yeah, I'll have to send it to you. It's so weird. Yeah. It's like weird candy, and there's just like a pile of candy. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Some people really like. I dated a, a woman who was really. She would just watch it and listen to it. And it was just like the grosser. She's like, look at this. I'm like, I don't want to look at that. Yeah. But she followed all these people. I don't get it. But were they hey. like these ones? Or were they like? No, it was it was like the eating shit. Mm. It was like just eating all sorts of. Oh, I should do an ASMR for dry mouth, just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that would work. You have a whole niche market. Also, for some reason, people just like seeing cute women eat food. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. It's very bizarre to me. Anyway, yeah. so um, you were doing the the voice acting. Yeah, and then from there, where did comedy come into your life? Okay, well, 
So I grew up watching late shows, Simpsons, so it's always kind of been there. My parents are both super artsy. Uh, I was a performer from a young age. What type of performer? Uh, theater, dance, piano, singing, acting. I got kicked out of acting school for why? having bad ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that why people get into acting schools because they have ADD? Yeah, but in the 90s, I think they didn't res- they didn't really understand ADHD, especially in women, as much. Uh-huh. Um, so I was just viewed as a troublemaker or a uh, class clown. Me too. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but now they're, they embrace it more and, and they have more options for kids with disabilities Were you or given like Ritalin and or oh yeah I've been, on, I've been on Ritalin since I was five and that's methylphenidate by the way oh that's what that is yeah okay you're still on it oh yeah <laughs> do you have you ever been off of it so I, I have a joke about it it's actually my mom's favorite joke um so I've been taking it for 20 years but wow. actually longer I'm just not telling people how old I am <laughs> and that's I can't good. function without it I did go off it so I started it when I was five uh-huh. and uh, five yeah, years old yeah I had like serious ADHD oh, that's yeah. Canada for, wait you grew up in Canada right? yeah in Vancouver yeah okay yeah and five, uh, I've yeah, never five. heard of it being mm-hmm. prescribed to five severe yeah and I mean my mom is short but like I swear it stunted my growth because uh-huh. it makes you not hungry how tall are you? Right? I can't even tell you. Uh, five three. That's normal lady size. Yeah. It's a li- it's a little small. But you're a little lady. Yeah, so I'm a little lady. So um, but you think it's on your growth? It makes sense. It's on your well, growth. I also think it. Did it, you sleep when you were a child? No, I no, I I was an insomniac, and so it's always been kind of like <laughs> one pill for this, oh, one pill for that. God. Yeah, I was a mess. It, it, well, it's fucked up because you know the truth is like, and you're fine. You're mm-hmm. an adult, and you're here. You're, yeah. everything's fine. But like. You shouldn't have been taking ADD medication at five years old. It's I shouldn't, up. but I should. I think like my parents were probably at because my parents were. It's great. not their fault. They're yeah. being told by doctors. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and in the nineties, especially, even now, they're still throwing pills. But like my parents definitely were such supportive parents. They had so many different things for me to do and to cope with it. But I was so disruptive and out yeah. of control. Like it took me a Maybe long. Maybe you needed it. Yeah, I did. It took me a really long time to mature. I wasn't mature in my twenties. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still in my 20s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We have so many tangents. I love it. Yeah. That's what I like about comedy. But you said in the 90s, so you kind of blew your 20s cover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what well, we were I guess you were, yeah, in 1990, you were five years old. No. No, that wouldn't work. You'd still no. be in your third. Okay, whatever. The point yeah, is Yeah, I can't do math. In 1999, you were five. How about yeah. That? Okay. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what were we st- we were talking about meds. You were talking so you were you were, you've been on this, you've never gone off. Of it. I did. So I didn't want to be on meds as a kid because it made me different, right? And I was bullied for it. People were like, "You have to How take they it know crazy." You were taking it? Oh, because you have like an alarm go off. You have to like take it. Yeah. Taking my meds. Every every like my ADD was so bad. Uh, I was always in the principal's office. I wanted to be a good kid, but I just couldn't sit still, right? And like what would happen? You do, I mean, because like. My experience was I was just like, I would just shake a lot and I'd look around, but would you just start like screaming out like, I'm bored? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, I, I actually like blacked it out because elementary school for me, like primary school was so sad. Traumatic, yeah. yeah, it was mm-hmm. traumatic. I had a really hard time. I was just disruptive. I never did my homework. Uh, I would definitely talk back or make jokes. Just And what class were your parents clown. saying about this? Were they just kind of like... Mm, both my parents worked nine to five and really oh, wow. provided a lot for me. You were a latchkey kid? Uh, what does that mean? It means you had like a key, you'd come home, you let yourself in. Oh, after no, 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 no. I, uh, if I, so my psychiatrist my when I was five was like, keep this kid busy to keep her out of trouble, yes. which actually was a blessing for me because yeah. I ended up in an intensive dance program for 15 years. So after so. school, I would go straight to like five hours of dance. Ballet? Ballet, tap, jazz. And then you never got above five, three. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> Why did I spend 15 years in ballet? Okay. I didn't really like it as a kid. I'm glad I, I did it now because it taught me quite a lot about movement. It gives you so many yeah. amazing skills. Like you go yeah. to a yoga class, you're like, Oh, I'm better than everybody at yoga, and yeah. it's my first day. And it was good for somebody that needed to learn some structure. With yeah, of course, you know it's very strict. I completely like I do jujitsu, and yeah. I always think like, man, I wish that I had 
gotten into jiu-jitsu when I was a young kid yeah. with ADD. Yeah. As opposed to being told that I was retarded like in the <laughs> 80s. Because <laughs> I'm a little bit older than you. Yeah, just so, a little. So <laughs> um, being told, uh, you know, that was like you know, like mild re- mild retardation. Yeah. Was oh, thing I saw that, that joke, yeah, actually. It's true. I looked so, at your page. Yeah, I saw that. You. Yeah. So um, anyway, so I think that like it's, it's a really interesting thing. Like, yeah, it's not so much that people have ADD. Their brains are structured in such a way that they need stimulation mm-hmm. to function. Yeah. And they need challenge and ballet, jiu-jitsu. But like if you don't get a kid into that. Yeah. Like my brother uh, has a daughter, my niece. She was just, she came out of the womb just like, I'm going to fucking take on the world. She's got like a fucking smoker's voice at age two. <laughs> just way smart. Like three years old, like, so, Uncle Bill, I was curious about the last girl you were with. Why didn't she? I'm like, don't fucking break down my relationships. <laughs> so, um, and my brother right away is like, she's either going to like, like start a genocide or she's going to be like an amazing <laughs> human. Yeah. And they got her into stuff, but then she had discipline. They got into rock climbing. She was instantly yeah. like good and yeah. winning and shit, but she had discipline problems on top of yeah. it. So they never really were able to focus her. People aren't patient with kids. Yeah. They well, especially in the '90s and the '80s when you grew up. Yeah, particularly yeah. It's like that's why like I don't know how how you know in some places they're trying to bring back corporal abuse. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how opposed to it I am. Just a little. I bit. I agree. <laughs> just a little bit of like a little bit of smackaroo here and there. <laughs> just keep uh, keep yeah. kids because without it, look what happened. Yeah. Now you have Gen Z. What the yeah. fuck? All right. Yeah. So back to you. So you were Gen doing- Z. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am one, but. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Or maybe a very young millennial? Uh, yeah, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I th- it's, it's always, you know, it's always, it's, I mean, this is like the, the question of the world, too. Like, like freedom versus discipline, right? Mm-hmm. You, you can't have all freedom. If you said your parents are very artsy. Yeah. So they probably gave you like tons of freedom. Well, I mean, I was kept very, I was, I had a very strict schedule. Oh, that's good. So, From and your dancing. From my dancing, were you were you being put a, put on a path to become a professional ballet dancer? Yeah, I was in a dance company and I did shaketti. I don't know if you know about Shiketti? ballet. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know how to describe it. Um, is it like bukkake? But <laughs> is it, no. so yeah, shaketti exactly. is a type of dance. It's a type of ballet, oh. and uh, you basically uh, do exams, and somebody comes and they either pass you and you make your way up. Um, oh, it's like a it's like a kata in like martial arts. You have to like yeah kata, yeah yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like exam. So you would yeah go forward and you went and kept going and what happened? I I didn't because by the time I was fifteen I was like fuck this I just want to hang out with my boyfriend and yeah. do all the bad things. Yeah. Um. So, so I you, so you discovered sex and like everyone else it ruined. <laughs> I discovered I discovered uh, drinking. <laughs> oh, so you started drinking? <laughs> no, no. I mean just socially, just just as some. But when you're drinking at fifteen, that's that's pretty profound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fifteen is it's scary. A lot of people yeah. drink at that age, but yeah. I think that's a really I don't know why. I was scared off of it just because my, you know, I'm from an Irish Irish stock, and so yeah. much of my family was dead from it, mm. and it was always like just gross when I saw it around yeah. my family. These drunk, drunk women with like red lipstick, like hey, come here, <laughs> smoking cigarettes in Virginia, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> so it was never attractive to me. But yeah. like, so many people were drinking at that age, and and the peer pressure around it is yeah. insurmountable. Almost peer pressure for sure. So you start drinking when you're 15? I mean, okay, well, it sounds like I had a drinking problem. Um, I mean, I think for me... Were you getting drunk at 15? Yeah. How yeah. many times a week? I don't, I don't know, but I, I got Every in... Every weekend? Um, yeah. You had a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> Every every weekend, probably. But for me, I think it was like I was very... I, I wasn't necessarily shy, but I had trouble fitting in and I was self-conscious and I always felt like an outcast. So for me, it was one way of putting my guard down and feeling comfortable. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to be a teenager at, by yeah. the time I was 15. So I stopped doing dance then. Yeah, and, yeah I uh, get that. That happens to a lot of people. They, yeah. They spend their whole childhood and early teenage years doing something and they're like, yeah. I just want to be a person. Yeah, I mean, because I, I had a pretty strict schedule as a kid. If I wasn't yeah. dancing, I was doing all the swimming levels, horseback riding, playing oh, piano. Wow. So just act, they were just giving you activity upon yeah. activity. Yeah, I mean, activity. but that's serious privilege too. Like I'm, sure. I'm so lucky. I know kids that would die to just be able to play the piano, and I had all of these. I think they, what they were trying to do 
was not only keep me busy, but figure out what I was good at, Yeah, you know, yeah. which I'm really blessed for. But I was resentful. I wasn't a grateful mm. kid because I just wanted to go and play with my friends. Yeah. Um, and I was really busy. So when I was 15, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so if you could go back to your 15-year-old self, what would you say to her? I would say... Uh, Stay and dance. <laughs> Stay and dance, yeah. yeah. Maybe don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> that boyfriend isn't, yeah. he's not the love of your life. He was, a, he was a great boyfriend. I was a horrible girlfriend to him. I was, Why? I was out just, when I was 15 until like five years ago, I was just not a great person. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it took me a long time to. I love that you like yeah. until five years ago, <laughs> a couple of years before the pandemic. Yeah, everything I, changed. Why were you a bad person? I wouldn't you say I was a bad person. Didn't give a shit about. No, I did. I just it, it took me a long time to understand myself in life. Mm. And would I go back and change anything? Well, maybe I would be less of an asshole, but I am happy where I am now so yeah. I don't know what I would say to 15 year old me maybe I love you and, and you're valuable and yeah. you're worth more than you think you are and you're not stupid and who was not telling you that do you think your parents no my parents my parents oh no my parents always my parents never made me feel stupid or or bad I mean they got frustrated then with what me what is but the childhood trauma that brought you to my yard today <laughs> that makes you a comic honestly being being a kid with ADHD I was bullied I had yeah. a hard time. I had a hard time making friends. Kids didn't understand me. Were you an only child? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's it too. I hated it. Do you, do you ever? Because I, I think I think almost everything we do in life yeah. is a referendum on childhood trauma. Yeah. So do you think that when you think about even your ADHD, right? Yeah. Do you think? I don't know the difference in ADD and ADHD if they're interchangeable. Anyway, but do you think like, can you go back to a moment in your life? Did you have a traumatic birth? Are there any things that you've tried to like retroactively kind of decipher about why you might have it? Or do you think it's just purely chemical? Oh, it's definitely inherited. Yeah. Like 100% inherited. My my mom's mom, my maternal grandmother, she, she wasn't as rambunctious as me, but she definitely struggled with some mental health stuff, mm -hmm. anxiety, um, probably some form of ADHD. Uh, yeah. So... It's definitely that, and I, I do think it's probably on both sides. My mom's brother um, needs to be very, very, very busy. We suspect he has ADHD as well. Um, so, no, I, I do think it's definitely inherited, but from learning about it, it seems like it's also associated to your gut biome, right? So Ooh. it could there could be multiple things. My mom uh, had me when she was 36, so she was a little bit older for Isn't a mom. That That's considered a geriatric pregnancy. I know, yeah. I know. And I'm not 30 in my 30s, so I don't have to worry about that. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, my mom, my mom had me when she was 36. She was a vegetarian. Um, I think. I think it may have been a stressful pregnancy for her. Um, you don't know. You haven't talked to her about it. I have. I think she she's a little she's a little private about things uh -huh. like that. Um, she doesn't like to be as vulnerable as Did me. Did you ever ask about the day you were born? Yeah. You do. I yeah. always think that's a good. That's a good. Yeah. By the way, if you have strained relationship with your parents and they don't talk much, <laughs> just say, "Hey, can you talk about the day I was born?" <laughs> It's pretty amazing because usually parents are like, okay, like my dad's so reserved. He just lights up and starts talking oh, about My parents are like, oh, we wish we shoved her back in. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. But do, were they, when you told them you want to be a comic, what did they say? Oh my God, they were elated. Really? Oh yeah, I have such great comedy parents. I'm and so And they go to lucky. shows? Oh yeah. My mom's coming into town in two days. She's here for two weeks. Um, and do you do, now I haven't really seen your act, but are you, are you PG? Are you R? Are you X? Mm, uh, no, but I think having my parents that are, they're polymaths, they're well-cultured, they're well-educated. Mm -hmm. um, having having them around definitely inspires me to dig a little deeper than just like pussy this and fuck that. Yeah, but that's good I, I do have dirty material and my mom, she's super, she's super cool with it. 
um, yeah. which is weird because I, I don't know, one of my last shows in Vancouver, she, I was in the car and I feel less comfortable doing comedy around my dad. Um, and sometimes my aunts and uncles and like, I have such a good family, but, um, my mom turned around <laughs> in the car and I forget what she said, but she's like, you're not going to do all, all these like, fuck my pussy jokes, are you? And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, my, I, like, I've never heard no, her. No, mom, I do eat my pussy jokes. Yeah. Totally oh. <laughs> I've never heard her talk like that. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is so gross. <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah. Um, but no, they, they always wanted me to. So when I went off my medication, because you asked me that, this oh, kind of ties in. Yeah, I, I went off of it for a bit in my 20s, which was kind of a dark, which I'm so still for in. A bit for how long? Um, I don't know, a couple years. Okay. And going off of it, I, I gained tons of weight because I'd never learned to uh, to understand my body when it was hungry. Sure. I uh, spent an insane amount of money. All of these things that are tied to ADHD, like impulsivity, binge eating, mm -hmm. um, not getting anything done. Um, and then I realized, oh, well, you know what? Actually, I'm going to do a real estate course. And my parents my parents were like, that's just not for you. You shouldn't be in business. You need, mm. you're creative. Yeah. So they've always wanted me to do. Interesting. Yeah. So when I told them I'm going to try comedy, uh, they were like, well, can we come? And I'm like, no, because <laughs> not for the first little while. Yeah. 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 But no, that's they're great. Wild. Yeah. Usually the story is like the opposite. No. People like my parents want to be a doctor, a lawyer, and like my fuck mom, the system. Yeah, my mom always thought I'd be a good lawyer, but no, I mean my parents are so supportive. What do your parents do? Um, my mom was a reporter and an editor. Oh. And uh, if I tell you what my dad does, I'll have to kill you. You know. Okay. Yeah. Got it. You can tell me after. He works for the CIA. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I was about to say but he, he should. Canadian. So. <laughs> um. All right, so that's that's awesome. So you've been you've been doing it for seven years now. Yeah, and uh, and you've been traveling around networking. Yep. Um, if you were to perform comedy somewhere else, if you were to live somewhere else, mm -hmm. would you like to live in LA and do comedy? Yeah, I, I like LA. I don't like uh, all the rain in Vancouver. I'm blessed to be there. Yeah. But the comedy uh, scene is pretty small there. Yeah. Um, and I, I like the sunshine. I've got so many friends down here. So, yeah, because I was, when I was in Vancouver, it's like they have the House of Comedy. That's it. And it's not like, even in Vancouver. It's in another city. Oh, it is? Yeah. And it's sort of like a headliner show. Yeah. I don't know if they have showcase. I think they do have showcase. They do have a showcase, but, um, yeah. But yeah, I went into like a guest spot there and it was fine. Um, yeah. But so it's mostly like sort of like self-produced and yeah. bar shows. Yeah, our stuff indie like that. shows for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. Actually, well, no, sorry, I should say um, we do have a. It was an indie show, and uh, uh, the woman that ran it for ten years actually bought the place. So we do have a new club. It's just not uh, what you would usually expect a club to be. Okay. Yeah, but I should I should say comedy after dark. Vancouver. Is this, it, so it's strictly a 24-7 comedy club. Yes. Yeah, because I know yeah. everyone's talking about the Austin scene. And like yeah. Austin, as much as like, oh, the comedy scene, Joe Rogan's going to make it like the, the mother town for whatever. Yeah. Um, right now, there's only one pure comedy club in Austin. It's difficult. Literally. Yeah. It's Creek in the Cave. Everything else is like, they have comedy and then like EDM or bands or different yeah. things you know so I think it's good though for the economy especially after because we used to have uh, we used to have Yuck Yucks and mm -hmm. Comedy Mix in, in actual Vancouver because House of Comedy is in another city yeah. um, and those were great but especially recovering from the pandemic it's great for all of these indie shows in our city to be working with local venues. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing I'm, I'm really proud to do. Yeah. And it's also as a person that struggled with ADHD, feeling stupid, like they couldn't accomplish anything to, to have started these shows in Vancouver and taken on such a task. It's just like such a great learning opportunity for yeah. people. For sure. I mean, and to get the comedy experience yeah absolutely yeah. and are you also an actress in Vancouver um, do you do I've, voice acting are you I know I, I, I never got back into it because I oh, just wow. focused on comedy and writing um, I so so when I was training to do voice work I would go on Snapchat filters and that's how I would come up with characters right like the different faces <laughs> yeah. and that ended up getting a lot of traction uh, between that and an old Instagram of mine, and that. Like how much traction? Like, give me number. Give me. Data. Oh, I couldn't remember. This was this was seven years ago, so it wasn't. Are we talking about hundreds of thousands of followers. Well, no, because back I don't know what Snapchat's like 
now I've, I've never been on it so okay no. so it, it was like a closed friends list right okay. so probably just like a thousand people I had private accounts back then but I would get such great feedback from those videos and I would write so much sketch comedy uh, I would have so many different characters and voices that that also was part of what got me into comedy because it made me realize like it's mm -hmm. quite easy to write things yeah you know and you yeah. don't have to just focus on one thing you could do a million things yeah. at once yeah um so am i am i an actor in vancouver i'm i'm going to start doing uh sketch comedy i don't mm -hmm. mind being i i just don't like being vulnerable with like drama and emotion mm. with a camera in my face like for some yeah. reason that makes me feel really stupid and and I like I want to crawl into a hole. It. Oh God, I hate it. I love it. I hate it. I like it when you're like talking and then you feel like the eyes well up and the hair in the back of your neck. Oh, it's the best. I like I like <laughs> stage spotlight. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But I, so I do want to get into sketch comedy and maybe comedic roles, and I do want to get back into voice acting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like I mean voice acting is a great gig mm -hmm. if you can get it. If it you're it's, trained in it. Yeah, oh it's hard to get into though. Yeah, I know. Same thing. Yeah. Obviously in America. I do audition. I do audition for stuff here and there. Yeah. 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 But just mostly commercial or little, little. So roles. you say you want to get, do you do you, I mean, so with your ADD and your you obviously have a work ethic. Mm hmm. Do you make sketches and post them on Instagram? Do you do like Trevor Wallace type of thing? Because it seems like that, that seems like the market to hit. Yeah. Because everybody wants short content and they, and you know, short clips yeah. of stamp comedy is fine. Yeah. But people really like short little sketches. Yeah, they do. It's incredible. People yeah. go bananas. Some of these sketches, I'm like, why does this have 18 million views? What the fuck is happening yeah. in the world? I think that's TikTok mostly. Yeah. TikTok is crazy. I mean, people go from being. Uh, you know, a waiter to to being like zillionaires yeah, overnight. But, but YouTube, same yeah. thing. I mean, they're all being geared like Reels, YouTube Shorts, TikTok. Yeah. They all have like the minute. Yeah. Kind of that's the fucking protocol. Yeah. Which is great. Videos. You you would think that would make it so easy, um, but while I do have I have so many old videos and I write all the time. I have so much material. You're not posting it. Well, the videos. If I were to, I've tried to post a couple of the old ones to uh, Instagram or to TikTok, but the problem is that they're seven years old, so the quality is really bad. That's fine. It doesn't. I I looked into the TikTok algorithm and how all that stuff works. It doesn't do as well if it's super blurry yeah, and crappy but um, if I weren't a perfectionist with anxiety <laughs> I would just go back into my vault my vault and start redoing this stuff so that's my goal I think for next year well let me say this because I'm I'm you know I'm Gen I'm Gen X yeah not Gen Z like you <laughs> so um I'm kind of new to this. Like yeah. I'm trying to like learn from people. And the one thing I've learned from a lot of people who are really successful is like, it doesn't really, they're like, just, just put it out it's there. It's That's it. Just put it yeah. out there. Don't that, worry those about are the quality. ones. Yeah. Oh, this bit is, yeah. the, the subtitles misspelled. And the yeah. fucking, and they just put it, just dump yeah. it. Just dump it. Just dump everything. If you have existing content, just dump it. That's okay. what everyone tells me. I'll try. And I've been dumping, like I did this series for Laugh Factory called Film Buzzed. Yeah. Where I'd get drunk, sometimes stoned, and like watch and like comment in a movie I saw. Yeah, and it's not great, but it's some f some funny shit. Yeah. But it's just like, hey, I did like twenty movie reviews. Yeah, and granted, those are old movies, but you can just take a minute. So why haven't you? Or you have? Oh, I have been. Okay, I have, been, but have I, you, you put know, them on TikTok? Um, some I haven't okay. done so much because I, I hire a company in the Philippines to do it for me. Oh, I need I need I'm to yeah. Stupid. Yeah, okay. I'm not good with the stuff. But I'm like I just give them stuff and can you make little minute videos from this? Oh, give me give me the contact. I was just asking Enrique if he knew anyone that could do that. Yeah, because that's I the mean, thing for me. I can't. I just I have all that crap, but I'm like. Oh uh, no, these guys are great. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, it, it, it's not like necessarily cost prohibitive mm -hmm. I don't know how you are with money but it's um, it's also not super cheap yeah so it is a little I think it's an investment though right yeah, like for your brand because yeah. I was like well I'm getting monetized on yeah. Instagram oh but Instagram monetization has gotten really weird like yeah. I'm all my like I'll post a video that isn't really dirty but I just kind of like roast people and then it'll get demonetized because yeah. it violates policy. I'm like, I've heard that. What yeah. The fuck. I'm not. How am I? How am I violating the? And then you try to do like F when you subtitles F dot 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 or yeah. whatever, 
and then I was still getting demonetized. So then we changed it to F, and then you literally just remove the sound entirely whenever there's a curse word. Oh, right? you have to go through all that trouble. See, I would never get things done. If you beep the sound, yeah. that will flag Instagram as a curse word. Wild. So you just have to remove the actual word. Yeah. So it's just like, what? You know, yeah. which is fine. But even then I'm getting demonetized because of the content may be considered harmful to people of an indigenous nature. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Which is weird because they have like all of the anti-Semitic and white nationals and like, make it, it make sense. I mean, sense. the Ayatollah Khomeini mm-hmm. has a fucking Twitter account. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And Trump doesn't. I don't like Trump, <laughs> but it's a little funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so you, you uh, yeah, so that's, there you go. That's, that's my goal me. for next year. That's just where we're at. It. Just dump that yeah. shit. Just dump yeah. it out there. What's the worst guy scenario? I can't believe this video is blurry. No, it's not traction. even that. It's it's the ADHD thing. It's it's I can work well under uh, under uh, pressure, mm-hmm. but it's more of like connecting the ladder or like Got moving it. from A to B. It's like I become paralyzed. So that's what it is. It's actually a disorder. Okay, right. It's so like that, a matter of sitting and yes. going like beep boop. Up and I just can't. So, so what you do is yeah. you hire yeah. this company in the Philippines. Yeah. Th- th- they just I send them videos. Yeah. I go here's something, and then they cut little clips from it. They yeah. send it back to me, and then I post myself. But they can do all that shit for you. Yeah. And post it however they want, whenever they want. Yeah. You give them access to your Instagram, and they just they become your social media, your your SEO. Yeah. Which is a little bit extra money, and that's I think that's fucking great if you can afford it. It's good to build your brand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and because but people think, well, the Philippines, like, is it is it problem with the time zone? Is there a language barrier? Like, sometimes they don't understand what the fuck I'm saying in some oh. words. Like, so some some titles are like, what's this word? I'm like, college. I don't know. Um, but uh, why the Philippines? Is it cheaper than here? Or? Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. Well, look, if you have like some nerdy guy who has a crush on you, I'm sure you can get it for cheaper yeah. than these guys. I could. Hey, is what anyone I found, out there? The funny thing is, I f- what I found about America, which is not you know going to be a crazy thought for most people, is nobody wants to fucking work. It's Even true. These young kids <laughs> who are like 23 and they're brand new to comedy. Yeah. And you're like, hey man, they're like, I'm a big fan. I'm like, cool. Can you cut real? Yeah, man, I'll cut reels. And you have to fucking beg them. Yeah. Like, hey, man, you were supposed to send in yesterday. And like, oh, sorry, you know, my girlfriend, ah, shut up. Yeah, I do. I do know. Yeah. yeah. People don't, yeah. they literally don't want to work. And they're, yeah. they're proficient at it, but they don't want to fucking work for other people. They want to work for themselves. And they're and all chasing fair. their own dream. They're all chasing their own dream. Yeah. Nobody is trying to, you know, help someone else's dream these yeah. days. It, yeah, I, I do know. Cause Except we've, in the Philippines. It, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're they're just like, oh, these stupid Americans are going to take it's their, yeah. Yeah, and it's, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah so I'll, I'll, I'll introduce you to these yeah. guys. They're, they're really good and they're really yeah. easy. And, and by the way, the thing I was saying about the spelling, the, like, same thing with American guys. Yeah. Like, I'll give them subtitles. I'm like, I know I don't have the best diction, but can you literally not understand what the fuck I'm saying right here? Or they just put it to like an auto program where it like automatically types the subtitles. I'm like, I'm paying you fifty dollars a clip, and that's what you're doing, motherfucker. And they didn't fuck check. You. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're just you know, they're lazy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so that's what you're gonna do. Perfect. I will. You yeah. will. Unless unless there's a guy out there that wants to do it for me, <laughs> <laughs> or a girl, or a or, girl. I, or they. Or are they? I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> don't genderize everyone here. Come on, it's America after all. Um, so what else is going on? So you you uh, you're networking here. You're going yeah. back. Wait. So your show in Vancouver. You, oh, yeah. What are shows you run every Thursday? Every yeah. So Sophia and I have a show every Thursday, uh-huh. and it's a newer show. It's a smaller show right now. That's the one I did. Yeah, right. that's the one you did. What's the venue called? Um, Loft Lounge. Loft Lounge. Yeah, we've had it's it's been it's been div- summer in Vancouver is the worst time for doing comedy. Uh-huh. No nobody wants to go because it rains all year, and so when it's sunny out, they want to. Mm-hmm be yeah. there and it, it's still summer apparently in Vancouver right now I mean, it's been beautiful yeah I just got back yeah, yeah. so it, it's been a little harder to start that show um, but I do have another show it's monthly in in another part of town um, and it's quite a big show we've had quite a few comics from LA come down uh-huh. um, so yeah that's another reason I'm here just to Where's meet people um, it's at a it, it's a pub but it's not really a pub there's a huge stage it's mm-hmm. two levels giant Place. Are you doing it next week? Um, it's actually this Sunday. But this Sunday. I have okay. I have a bunch of other comics running it for me so uh-huh. that we can keep the stage time for nice. everyone. Nice. Um, so cool. But yeah, so I'm here scouting people too, just looking for ah. people to bring down. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'll be there Thursday. 
Thursday. If you sub, if yeah, room. you got you got to talk to Sophia. I'm sure she'll have you back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, you're so you're going back to Vancouver. I have to go back. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing there? Uh, a show called Alaska Daily. Ah. Okay. But uh, the lead actress got herself the coronavirus. Oh no. So they paused production. Yeah. And I'm. I shouldn't be here to be honest. I'm kind of playing <laughs> hooky. I'm just like, they're like, oh, they don't know until no, now. I have this beautiful suite in Vancouver. Like Where this, at the Sutton Place okay. Hotel? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's like a corner suite with two rooms. Right by fucking, Robson. Yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, and uh, but I've been there for a week, and I'm just like, I did your show. Yeah. I did one guest spot at American uh, Comedy. House of Comedy. House of Comedy. Yeah. And uh, and then I was like, I'm gonna, and I went whale watching, and I <laughs> rollerbladed around whales? Stanley. Oh my god, yeah! Oh. I'll show you the video. It's insane. Okay. But uh, but I was like, ah, uh, I was like, am I gonna get on? What am I gonna do? Get on Tinder? Oh. To just get on Bumble BFF and just like, will you be my friend? Oh, you were lonely there. I'm lonely. Yeah. I didn't know anybody. Yeah. The only you know, I knew Cameron Esposito, who's shooting. Uh, Shout out to Cameron. She's shooting uh, a million little things up there. Oh, I just listened to that episode with her. So she's actually she's in Vancouver. Well, she's she's like a regular on the show. So she's mm. there a lot. Okay. They like fly her back and forth. Yeah. And she's got friends there. and like Yeah, she likes it. She has, she, you know, she's kind of famous there. She has friends yeah. and people like her. I'm like, Cameron, what are you doing? You want to hang out? She's too busy. She goes <laughs> on set. She does some shows in Vancouver. No, I know she does. Yeah. But uh, she was just too busy for me. So I was like, that was like the only person I knew. Hmm. So, um, and I like to think that I'm like a, a, a self-starter and I can like read scripts and work and write comedy, but nah. Yeah. I need to be, I need like the ADD in me. I need stimulation. I need to fucking. Uh, so Vancouver's kind of, Vancouver gets kind of boring. Yeah. But it's I mean, not. it's also a problem I have in my brain where whenever yeah. I'm on set, I'm always like, I, I need, I don't know. I don't know what it is I need. I need like something to really occupy my mind that's not bad. So what do you have here that's doing that? Well, you? I have jujitsu here, number okay. one. Okay, yeah. I have a lot more comedy shows, number yep. two. I have friends here. I have my parents down in Huntington Beach. Okay. Um, and... Uh, what else do I have? It's just, yeah, I just know people here. It's just, it just feels, it feels, I mean, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I feel like when I'm out of town, I can't sit and work. But what do you consider out of town? Because you said you live in three places, right? Yeah, any place that isn't <laughs> where I have a place where I pay rent. Okay. <laughs> so you don't like being somewhere where someone else I have a problem pays? With, I, you know, I have a problem with self-discipline, period. <laughs> I get it. That's all I have to do with it. You know, I can... I can dress up however I want but um, maybe you like being where you have all your knickknacks right <laughs> and I can do my podcast you yeah. know I mean I did the one with Cameron but I was the only person I did the podcast with yeah so um, yeah so I just need like I need to have things where I feel like you know it's like like a very you know grown up kind of like lower middle class it's just you have this weird like blue collar like right now Disney's playing for, paying for my suite oh and this is up there and I yeah. feel so guilty well, they're going to find out. How are they going to find out? They're going to listen they're to this not fucking gonna, podcast. Oh. <laughs> you Disney, you think fucking whoever runs Disney is going to be like, what did Bill have to You don't say? think the AI bots are like picking up on it? No. They're going to be like, ding, ding, ding. I don't think ding, it's ding. that evolved. Oh. I, I think if, if they are that evolved, there's way too much information out there in the fucking world. The AI is going to explode. <laughs> it's true. Um, but uh, but who knows? I could get I could get completely fucked. Yeah. But, I, but no, I feel, I feel bad for just like keeping the hotel room. But then I talked to some friends who are like, who gives a shit? It's Disney. Like, why? Yeah. So they're going to keep a hotel room for a, a few extra days without you being there. And you feel bad that they're paying for it? I mean, it uh, might. it's not a busy, it's probably not a busy season in Vancouver. So at least you're yeah. giving Canada money, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yep. I'm going back into the economy. Yeah. So um, let's wrap this fucker up. So you got a, uh, you're here networking. Yep. Scouting talent. Scouting talent. You want to come to your show. So you, you pay people to come up to Vancouver? No. So what we usually, we'd like to do that. We have a theater that wants to start working with us mm. there. Um, but what usually ends up happening is um, Laugh Factory or whoever up here will let me know. They'll say, oh, we have somebody so-and-so in town shooting. Can they come do your show? Or comics will let me know, hey, my friend is in town. Or they'll contact me directly. They'll be like, can I do a spot? Um, 
So that's usually what happens if somebody's coming down to do something, they'll jump on our show. But since we are looking at working with theaters, um, we'll now have the budget to be able to fly people down. Not pay them uh, tens of thousands of dollars, but... Um, I mean, people will probably fly to... If you, if you give people a flight and a place mm-hmm, to stay, yeah. people will do it for... Yeah. You know, even probably less than a grand sometimes. Yeah, people just people just want to get out and they want to uh, make a new fan base. They'll make a fan base and yeah. they want to see a new city mm-hmm. and they want to say, hey, I could do an hour. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. I mean, I was like, the, you know, when I did your show the other night, I was like, she's like 20 minutes. I was like, how much you want me to do? Like, do it go, do, go as long as you want. She said that? Yeah. Oh, good. She was just seeing, yeah. you know, so I did I did half hour, but. Yeah. Um, how did you find the crowd? Um. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Compared was, to LA, how different? Um, I think I think Canadian crowds in general are just a little bit nicer. <laughs> There's not a lot of like. Oh. I'm gonna tell you what I feel about your set. And you think there is here? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're can't, they're like the here, woke. We're talking about the wokes. Like they're people. Like let me put it this way. I have some stuff that's that's not. How do I put it? <laughs> I don't think it's anti-women. Yeah. But it could be conceived as anti-women. Yeah, you have some offensive things, I maybe. Offensive things. I, yeah. I, I do a bit that I think is funny mm-hmm. about feminism. Okay. About how it's like not really a real thing. Yeah. Um, and some people, and I could, and 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 no, I'd see a couple of women in Vancouver. They're just kind of looking at me like, "Where is this guy going with this?" But you can see, and I like some people just like, "Yeah." Fuck on their phone fuck this why guy. are those people at a fucking comedy show I because, saw some of those people last night yeah because some people go to comedy shows because they just want like reaffirmation of what they think and what yeah. they feel and if something goes against the affirmation of it, like if you go to a comedy show and you and you shit on the vaccine for example yeah in West Hollywood um, people will think you're a piece of a shit Nazi you know <laughs> they think you're a piece of shit exactly yeah um, They're like that in Vancouver as, as too. As opposed to going interesting, like let me let me hear a different point yeah. of view, and if you can make a different point of view funny, I may not agree with him. I mean, that's the biggest change. Is I, I think that so much of comedy now is about people uh, preaching to the choir and just seeking agreement for thoughts, and people get applause breaks on things like you know what, fuck Trump. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. How is that's not a joke? Yeah. You're getting the, applause break. The, the audience is hacky. Right? The audience is hacky too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Audi- By the way, audiences writ large are fucking hacky. Yeah. The hackier you are, the more the audience yeah. is just fucking. You can do jokes. I mean, God forbid. I, you know, I I, I work with a uh, a famous actor who's yeah. also a comic, and I and I work with him. I write with him. I'm trying to help craft a special. I'll mention it after the show. Okay. And um and he'll, he'll send me you know videos like what do you think of this and he'll do some shit I'm like. It's fine, and it kills, but you can't do it, man. You can't fucking do it. You can't do a joke where you're like, hey, you had a good time? No. Well, you should tell your face. Yeah. Well, you should tell your face mm-hmm. that. Like, shut up. Yeah. No, we can't do that. That's yeah. been done eight billion yeah. times. Yeah. How long have you been married? <laughs> He's looking at her. He has no idea. Like, shit like that. Like, stop it. Stop it. Like, it's fine. Like, do it. And it'll, it murders. Ah, uh, it does murder. Everywhere, everywhere you fucking go, yeah. which is fine. But I'm like, if we're trying to work on a special and you have a bullshit joke, yeah. like, like, um, hey, what type, uh, I told Ash Dave's guy if you want to have Chinese food, I'm like, I guess you just call it food. No, you can't do that joke. Yeah. If you do that joke on a special, you will get pilloried. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do it. I wish that, I wish that people just wouldn't do it at all. It's so, it, it hurts my heart when there's a but show. Oh, fuck Yeah. You try, you try your good material and it doesn't work and then some asshole goes up there and they're like, what's with airplane food? Yeah, I mean, uh. I have, I have. by the way, and I'm not above it because <laughs> I have, I've done it. I have some jokes that like, fuck, like they... Hacky they, territory? Uh, uh, here's two jokes. Okay. One, I don't really do the... One of them I completely retired because yeah. once I saw it like becoming a meme, I was like, my first joke during the pandemic, first joke, this is 2020, like, yeah. like May 2020. I was doing a joke like, I was like, I talked about coughing at Whole Foods. Everyone looked at me. I'm like, yeah, you can't even cough anymore. You used to cough to cover a fart. Now you have to fart to cover a cough, right? You have to fart to cover a cough. I go, and I lazy, know you have to fart, but maybe a queef to cover a sneeze. <laughs> so that was a joke, right? Yeah. But then people did the whole like, cough to cover a fart, fart, became like, I don't know if it was 
it was just in the everyone was there's versions of it everywhere yeah. you know what I mean that's the problem with pandemic material too right yeah and yeah. then I saw some you know some YouTube or fucking TikTok star do that joke but like mocking that joke as like those a fuckers joke. steal jokes too yeah, they, and they, they, they get said famous the joke yeah the, 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 the clip goes viral yeah of course um because it's funny yeah it's empirically funny yeah. if you haven't heard it before yeah. it's funny yeah but they're trying to make fun of the joke for not being for being hacky but all the comments are like that's so fucking funny blah 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 well they're actually do you know what I'm do you, yeah. do you understand tick, the distinction I'm talking tick, about yes I do but even just like comments and videos in the whole realm of TikTok is the paradigm is just yeah well it's also like so I'll give you an example there, there's a uh, a female comic I'm not going to name her. <laughs> Married to a very famous black director who just did a film called Nope. Anyway, so, um, very funny comic. Okay. But she has a bit where she's like, oh man, all these hacky comics out there going like, yo, I'm going to act like a black person now because you know how black people be acting? They be acting like this. And everyone's laughing at her doing a black voice. Right. They're not laughing at her commenting on other comics doing a black voice. It's like the double negative of comedy. 100%. Whatever the term is. 100%. Yeah. So people, they make a parody video making fun of that joke. Yeah. But the reason the video goes viral is because that joke is actually funny. Yeah. And the long and short of it is like, a bunch of people sent me like, I hadn't been doing the joke for months at this yeah. point. Oh, she was talking about you? No, the, the fart cover. Okay, okay. So the, the people did it. Yeah. And then they sent, um, they said, hey, these guys are doing your joke. And I said, and I wrote back on the, on the thing. I said, ah, it's fine. It's an old joke. I don't do it anymore. Who yeah. cares? And then everyone just like subtweeted me or sub whatever message like, well, that's fucking a hacky joke. And yeah, you think that's what if you. So then the guy who posted said, message me the link to the joke. And it's like, a, it's a year old. I go, here it is. I go, I don't care. And what to me, the funniest part was the joke is lazy and far, but maybe queef to cover steam says, well, there's wet ass pussies everywhere. Um, <laughs> and then I go, you ever sneeze and fart at the same time? It's like your butthole's taking a screen grab of your face. <laughs> anyway, so that was the whole joke. Stupid. So, I said that he goes. He goes. Yeah, man. Um, I'm just really depressed at state of comedy that a joke this hacky could get viral. I just want to see how how, how hacky it was. Ugh. And I go. Well, I looked at your material and you put on <laughs> Snapchat filters. Yeah. And you just sound faux erudite. You're also not reinventing the wheel, you fuck face. Oh, did you have a fight? I had like a, I was like, <laughs> your, I said, I said, I said. First of all, it is a funny joke. Yeah. It is. Jokes become hacky because yeah. they're funny yeah. and then they have there's no proprietary ownership over it. So yeah. people steal it. Yeah, it's That's too why common. jokes are funny. Yeah. I don't like cocaine, I just love the way it smells. Yeah. That's hacky now. <laughs> but at the time that was a great fucking joke. Yeah. There's a lot of those. You're not you're having a good time, you just tell your face that. That was yeah. funny in the beginning. Yeah. And you know it's now mean? on a TV show and Yeah. It it is a great thing to say to a scowler, but I've yeah. never I saw it on a TV show and I was like, Yeah. Oh yeah, once you see it on, on like yeah. network TV, yeah. or like uh, you know, I I my girlfriend wanted uh, a cat. Uh, I didn't want a cat, so we compromised and we got a cat. Like just shit like that. Like just it's like everyone you, you hear it, you see it in sitcoms, it's everywhere, and then you just once you hear it, your job as a comic is to go, oh, now that I've heard it elsewhere, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. The problem is when you hear it elsewhere and then you keep doing it. That's because you, that's what happens when people don't write. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. you feel like, well, I wrote this. I'm not going to give it up. But once you start seeing it on fucking like TikTok, get rid of it. Yeah. I don't care. Write I a, agree. Write a new fucking joke. Yeah. Like it's I, hard with parallel thinking though, right? Yeah. It It is hard. Oh yeah. And I have lots of jokes. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if this is like parallel thinking and, and if people think I sold it or, or oh that's or, such a mind fuck too right yeah I try not to care like yeah. I have a joke about you know, whatever I don't mean to but the, the joke that I do that has been 100% been hacked I'm sure because I did it it was like my first big like huge laugh joke that was posted on like Laugh Factory YouTube was like w w like a chocolate sundaes it was like hey you've been with a white it's so dumb but it it will literally I will go anywhere in the world and if they're like more than three black people in the audience, this joke will fucking murder. Okay. 
black guy. I was like, hey, you ever been with a white guy? I was like, you ever gone wet for a weedable? You ever put on a Ritz or whatever? And they go, you know what they say, girl, once you go white, your vagina stays tight. Murder. And then I see a white guy go, hey, you know, I go, hey, you know what they say, once you go pale, you never have to post bail. High five to the white guy. When he goes high five, I'm like, you fucking racist piece of shit. It literally like brings the house down. Yeah. And I fucking hate it. You hate it? Because I wrote it like my first year, it was like 2006, yeah. like my first year of comedy. And it murders every time I'm like, it, it will get a bigger and, laugh yeah. than anything I can ever write. Yeah. And it bugs me because yeah. audiences are hacky and yeah. they love rhymes. Yeah. And they love people being implicated and roasted in the yeah. audience. So it's like a combination, one, two. <laughs> but yeah, you've just, you've outgrown it. You've done it so many times. I've done it, but yeah. every, time, every time I do it, it still works. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I do it. <laughs> It hurts your soul. It's, it's, like an esca- it's like an escape cord on a parachute. I'm like, all right, this is a rough room. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I have some things that I haven't done in a long time that I might try to rework. But yeah, mm. I just find myself hating, hating doing it. Yeah. 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 It's always good to have a new, a new thought or at least a thought that is, that is completely, um, Entwined with your real point of view yeah. about how you are living in the world today. Yeah, I always try to switch them up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it's important to do yeah. that. Well, listen, um, you've been great. Thanks. It's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Are you going to pay me in cash? I have to pee. <laughs> um, I have I have half cash. You <laughs> no, no, I have to go to an ATM. I have to go to an ATM. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have okay. I have half cash. I have to pee, but I also okay. have to go to an ATM, and then no you'll have all cash. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So, where can people find you? Um, on Instagram mm-hmm. and on TikTok at Chicken Fried Boobs. Why Chicken Fried Boobs? I just didn't want to be Tally Perry. No. <laughs> I was like, people love fried things and they love boobs. So I'd be chicken fried boobs. Okay. They won't let me change it. All right. Well done. <laughs> All right. Chicken fried boobs. Bye, guys. Bye bye.